Well, guys, <laughs> we were just um, praying and talking about what yeah. the Lord was leading to talk about today. Yeah. And what kept coming up and what seemed to be resonating um, in everyone was, can we really live a life without fear? Yeah. Um, fear, there's so many. Honestly, even in the Christian community, there can, sure. there can be a controversy of, um, is fear right? Yeah. Of, well, most fear isn't right, but there's a level of healthy fear. Sure. Um, stuff like that, even in the Christian community. So, obviously, it's something that we can be confused about. And even if we feel like we know that we know, there can still be days yeah. that we have where, you know, even as strong as you can feel in, okay, I'm standing up against fear or whatever, that questions get brought up yeah and it seems like that's been happening a lot recently just the devil trying to attack and stuff yeah um so it we just really felt it resonating like the lord really wants to talk about fear today yeah well and right out the gate no no god does not give you fear like no. I, that's typically one of those things that's like a question but nobody really wants to ask the question yeah. like well, doesn't God like do things to see how we'll react just to see if like, it, like what fear will, God doesn't use fear. No. Like fear is not a tactic of his. Mm-hmm. And you can, you can see that super clearly in the word. Second yeah. Timothy one seven says, God has not given us a spirit of timidity. You read it in other translations and the definition, a spirit of fear. Yeah. God, so God has not given a spirit of fear. But yeah. he's given you a spirit of power, love, and of a sound mind or, yeah. or discipline in this translation. Yeah. So right there, God doesn't give it. What yeah. he gives is power, love, sound mind, discipline. Mm-hmm. He gives us that soundness of mind. Fear is the opposite of that. Yeah. Like fear completely wrecks your mind if we yeah. allow it to be there. Yeah. And God doesn't, doesn't give it to us. That's not yeah. from him. And I know immediately a verse that people will bring up. Um, this is something I've even thought. So mm-hmm. I'm not saying like you're a terrible person if you're bringing this up. I'm not saying that at all. Um, this is something yeah. that I've, I've thought about. Um, and immediately um, the question comes up of, okay, what about the verse that says, um, you know, having a fear of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. You know, blessed are those who, I don't remember the, the words exactly, fear the Lord. Essentially, is what it's saying. And it's in there. The phrase is in, in the there. Bible. I know it's in there. I see it. <laughs> um, and do you have? Do I, you have I wasn't looking okay, that one up. That's fine. <laughs> so, what that means, just in summary, just quickly getting it out of the way, yeah. is it's not talking about. So, in translating the Bible, in case you were wondering, the Bible wasn't originally written in English. What? Um, I know. You gotta be kidding me. I know. Me. I know, but Jesus didn't speak English like that wasn't what? his first language on earth. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I know. It's crazy. So <laughs> when the word was written, it wasn't originally written. It had to be translated into yeah. English. And there are, um, in case you like study languages or something, there are some words that there, don't, there doesn't seem to be like a fully 100% encapsulating word in English Um, and so and also there can be misconceptions (laughs) and so 
in the in that verse talking yeah. about fear, what it's really talking about isn't okay. I need to be scared sure. of God, because um, if you if you read the rest of the Bible, you're you're gonna see that that doesn't make sense. Yeah, that's not that doesn't sound like God, and yeah. it's not. Good job, you picked up on it. Um, what it's really talking about is a healthy respect. Yeah. So much so that it could be mistaken as fear yeah. by people who don't know. But it means a, such an intense reverence of yeah. God um, that it could be seen as fear, but it's yeah. not fear. Yeah, that's not, again, God doesn't use fear. That's yeah. not one of his tactics yeah. that he pulls out to teach his people. Yeah. Like, think... Think of a good father. What good yeah. father wants to see their child in terror? No good father no. wants to do that. Like yeah. those of you who are parents, you don't want to see your child scared for their life or or even maybe not scared for their life, but like living in that place of fear. God yeah. doesn't either. Yeah. So it's exactly what Abby was saying. God, you like we're to reverence God to the point yeah. that someone who doesn't understand that concept would say, oh, they're scared of God. But it's yeah. so much respect and reverence that it that's where it gets mistaken. Right. But here, like I was meditating on this this morning and, and I put something up on my personal social media things. God doesn't use fear. So if it doesn't yeah. come from God, this is something I learned from pastor when I moved here. If it doesn't come from God, we don't have to have it. Yeah. Like, if God's not the sender of it, then I am under no obligation to receive it. Right. Like it's, and, and we literally need to get that way with fear that when fear comes in, mm -hmm. we're, it's, it's so much not our normal that we take that thing captive right then and there and we arrest yeah. it on the spot. It's yeah. like if somebody were, was coming to burgle your house, burgle, rub, burgle? I really hope burgle's a word, but if somebody's coming to burgle your home and <laughs> they arrive on your property, like with their gun that they use burgling and they knock on your door and, and they're like, hello, I am here to steal from you today. <laughs> like, and we let them into our house. Yeah. Literally, people would look at us and be like, well, that was dumb. Like, that's a <laughs> dumb move to open the door and be like, sure, come on in. Let yeah. me take you to the most expensive stuff I have in my home. Do you have a big enough bag for that? Let me pack it for you and hand yeah. it over. Like, we understand that's crazy. Yeah. But when we allow fear to come into us, yeah. it's literally us doing the same thing because fear steals. Yeah. It steals peace. It steals joy. And it's anti-Christ. It's mm -hmm. anti-Christ. If it doesn't come from God, then it's yeah. not a part of God yeah. and it's anti-Christ, which means we don't have a part with it yeah. and we don't have to receive it. It tells us in 1 John mm -hmm. 4, 18, that perfect love casts out fear. Yeah. Why would God, who is perfect love, and by yeah. context, he's telling us that knowing God means that we know love. So yeah. perfect love, you can literally substitute it for God. God casts out fear. Yeah. Why would God cast himself out or yeah. cast out something he's using to teach us? Right. That's silly like God that that's self-defeating if he's yeah. using it to teach us something yeah. then he would just let it stay and be like well let have, let's have yeah. fear complete its perfect work in you and yeah. no that's not what it says it says let love complete its perfect work in you yeah. so perfect love cast that thing out and yeah. God has designed it that 
in him, we too can cast fear out of us. So mm -hmm. it does not come from him. Yeah, well, oftentimes we can like be in, we can be in a situation and feel fear come on, yeah, and then feel like we've already lost. Yeah, like okay, I feel that emotion of fear. Oh, man, I'm already scared. Oh, I oh stink. well, maybe <laughs> one day I won't uh, be scared in this situation. Sure. but I I'm not at that place yet. But that's not it's not our place just to accept it. Yeah, the, our flesh is always going to try to. Throw, our flesh is always going to be our flesh. Sure. And it's it's always going to try to throw things, but it's up to us to decide, okay, am I going to accept this thought? Yeah. Or am I going to kick it out as soon as I see it show its face at my doorstep? Yeah. Um, and that's where, I mean, even this week I've had situations where fear sure. has tried to pop me up. Me too. And yeah. And maybe like, oh no, where I would have been in fear and I've felt those emotions and felt like I've had every logical reason why I should be scared, yeah. uh, but then had to catch that and be like, no, that's, that's fear and yeah. that's not of God. Um, so no. Yeah. <laughs> and just kick it out and not think about the situation again. Yeah. Not think about it at all and not receive those thoughts as mine. Yeah. That's a huge thing. Not receiving thoughts of fear, just kicking them out and not getting in condemnation for I got scared. Yeah. No, not if you not if you kick that thought out. Yeah. No, you did not. Yeah. Well, and put this in the comments. I am not fearful. Yeah. Regardless of whether or not you have felt that way, you're not made to be fearful, and fearful is not who you are. Yeah. Here's the thing. It may have been who your flesh used to be, but 2 Corinthians 5, 17, and put some of these references in the comments so that way people know where to go in Scripture. Scripture is one of the things that kicks fear out. The yeah. Word tells us that we need to renew our mind to submit our, our bodies as living sacrifices and daily renewing our minds to meditate on the Word therein day and night, not let it depart from our mouths yeah. so that way when push comes to shove, it's the word of God that comes out. So we've talked about 2 Timothy 1 verse 7. We've talked about 1 John 4 18 and now 2 Corinthians 5 17. You may have been in the past a fearful person. You may have dealt with that in the past, sure. but the moment that you accept Jesus, yeah. you're accepting his character and his nature into your life. So yeah. who you used to be, it's not even on the table anymore. Like it's not. Yeah. And like Abby, Marky and I, we were talking about identity earlier this week. Mm -hmm. Like the identity of Jesus is our identity. Right. And you read through the word, Jesus was in plenty of situations where his yeah. flesh had opportunity to be fearful. Yeah. Like the immediate one that came into my mind is when the crowd starts to go after Jesus, like about to push him <laughs> off the cliff and Jesus yeah. just walks through the crowd. Yeah. Like if there was ever a moment, like pitchfork spears, <laughs> like murder in their eyes and yeah. he's just like, chill walking through yeah. like there's all these death storms on the ocean Jesus is sleeping in the boat yeah. Jesus's nature was peace yeah in the middle of a storm he had peace which means if he had peace in the middle of a storm you can have peace in the middle of a storm yeah. I can have peace in the middle of a storm I don't have to fear yeah but we've 
we've done two things. We've yeah. accepted fear as normal, like Abby talked about. Yeah. And then, especially for believers, especially for believers, once we've gotten this revelation that we don't have to fear, when fears mm -hmm. come up, it's what you just said, that condemnation, that self-defeating of, oh, yeah. well, I got fearful. I guess I haven't actually walked out of walked out of being fearful. Next time yeah. I'll do better. Praise God that you give me another chance to prove I'm not <laughs> fearful. Instead of realizing the moment, oh, no, I'm not fearful. I'm yeah. not fearful now. You know, yeah. it goes back to that, that saying that Brother Hagen has of it's not our responsibility. Like, we can't control whether the birds fly up over our head, right. but we can control whether they make a nest in our hair. Yeah. You may, there may just be a thought that comes at you that you didn't have anything to do with that the enemy just plants and yeah. sees if we'll take it. Shoot the bird dead. Like, yeah. Pastor said that this past Friday night, I think, during prayer night, yeah. or, or one of the nights where he was like, shoot the bird dead. It's time to kill those thoughts. Yeah. It's not who you are. And there was yeah. a point where I didn't understand this, and I would get so beat up. Like, I thought <laughs> yeah. I dealt with fear or whatever yeah. it was, and it came back up, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, Pastor has shown this to me. The Word has shown this to me. The Lord has shown this to me, and it's there again, and I'm just the worst. <laughs> and so I talked to Pastor about it, and I'm like, yeah. I, I'm just, I, I don't, at that point, it was, I don't feel like I'm ever going to get out. Yeah. And he, he's like, you're beating yourself up for something that, is outside of you doing it, right. basically. Right. Like, I wasn't making myself have the thoughts, but when the yeah. thoughts came, I was just giving in to them and immediately yeah. defeating. It's the same way with fear. Fear sneaks in, and yeah. it'll try to, oh, this is going to happen. It's going to go wrong. Oh, you, whatever the lie is, fear is a deception. Yeah. It's a deception to try and get us to believe it. Yeah. As soon as we recognize, oh, no, you're a lie, and yeah. we speak to that lie, it's, anyway... Yeah. And it's just, it's a lie. It's a lie. We've got to get to the yeah. place where we are able. And look, I'm talking to myself as much as anybody. I've got yeah. to get to the place where as soon as fear comes up in me, it's an immediate, no, you're not allowed to say in me. Yeah. I have no part with fear. And let that come into you. I yeah. have no part with fear. Fear is not a part of my life. I don't have to live that way. Yeah. That changed my life. I had yeah. the exact same thing. And I was I was living in like self-torment of like, I know I need to be better. Mm -hmm. And I would have those thoughts. And that yeah. um, I went to pastor. I was like, why in the world? Like this, everything seems to be going wrong. I'm really trying so hard. Yeah. And I don't know why I still have these thoughts. I, I'm creating these thoughts in my head, even though I'm trying so hard. And he's like, no, you're yeah. And he told me about the birds thing and that that changed my entire life. Yeah. Because once because not only does it um it's not just freeing you of like, oh well, I have nothing to do with it. Um, let me just sit back. Yeah. It it does do that. And it's like, okay, awesome. I don't have to worry about those thoughts. Yeah. But once I recognize them, then it gives you a call to action of, okay, as soon as I recognize yeah. a, a thought and it tries to make a nest in my yeah. hair or tries to reside in my head, I'm going to kick that out. Yeah. I'm not going to let it have any part of me. I'm going to think on the promises and the goodness of God yeah. and what he has promised, what his truth is. Yeah. And so it's not just, oh, well, like I'm just going to sit back. No, if 
we have to recognize those thoughts of fear, yeah. especially like we're talking about today. And as soon as we, uh, Pastor often says, learn yeah. to recognize the, the emotion, emotion of fear. fear. <laughs> you have to, it obviously he says it a lot because <laughs> it's so important. Yeah. We, we have to be able to recognize immediately what that emotion feels like of fear. And then, because then we'll know, I'm going to kick that out immediately before yeah. it has any time to try to set up camp in my head, yeah. in my heart, because fear is a liar. Yeah. And fear can really mess up our whole lives yeah. if we let it. Even, even small, something so small, and this isn't to be in fear over, but um, something so small, if we let fear yeah. into our lives can grow big yeah. and can be huge, yeah. which is why we have to learn to recognize it and not take it lightly. We yeah. need to kick it out, not let fear be there. Be in joy, yeah. like be in rest like we've been talking about. Be in peace yeah. like the Lord. I don't know why the like the <laughs> Lord like made me smile. I don't know. <laughs> what came up to me as you were talking is going to the question, can I live without fear? Well, God, how did God design the earth? You know, when we're born again, God's restoring us. You know, we may still have a flesh, but he's restoring our relationship to him, making us brand new. So what was man's relationship initially supposed to be with God? You go back into Genesis, the very beginning, one through three, and God made Adam and they had fellowship together. Like Adam, God walked with Adam in the garden. They were together. And then God decided that Adam didn't need to be by himself, made him Eve, congratulations. Relations, um, they're all married and stuff. And yeah. it says the man and his wife were both naked and were not ashamed. So there mm-hmm. they are in complete intimacy with each other, with the Lord. And there's no shame. Like they're just yeah. completely fear free in the garden. Yeah. That's how God designed it. So how mm-hmm. did fear even get to be a part of our life? Sin, yeah. sin, corruption, as soon as the man and the woman ate that fruit, they saw their eyes were open. They recognized that they were naked, which they knew before. It's not like they're just floating around being like, oh, I have a cloud around. Like, I mean, they, they under, they knew, but they didn't have a shame attached to it, you know? So they knew that they were naked. They immediately like got themselves all clothed together. And as soon as they heard the Lord, fear, fear, Mm -hmm. It was fear because they hid. You don't mm-hmm. hide. Like, they weren't playing a game of hide and seek with God. It's not like, oh, yeah. we're going to show them what we did as a surprise. No, shame came into them. Yeah. Fear came into them, and they hid from God. Yeah. That's where fear came from was sin, not from God. Mm-hmm. It didn't originate there. It came from sin. So here's the thing. Because yeah. we're a believer, a believer is transformed. Sin has no power over us. Yeah. No power, including fear. If yeah. fear is a remnant of sin, fear has no power over us. Yeah. But, you know, we were talking with Kevin Buck earlier. Like, he had put a, um, we are texting back and forth with him. And one of the things that he put on the line is, you know, I'd, I'd love at some point to talk about how to make sure that you don't walk in fear and yeah. what to do when, you know, the bird, we're paraphrasing, but like when the birds yeah. of the air fly overhead, what do you do? 
The first thing we've got to do is know that God doesn't want us to live in fear. Yeah. He does not want us to live in fear. Put that in the comments. God does not want me to live in fear. Yeah. And he doesn't. That's got to be number one is recognizing fear as an assault on us. Yeah. But also knowing who we are in the word. Yeah. Like it, it's, it's, there's gotta be that revelation on the inside of us that we take no part with fear. Yeah. Well, I mean, you think just simply, um, in Genesis would God created us and he wanted, he wanted, re- I don't know why I said revelation. He wanted God revelation. Wanted that revelation. He wanted revelation. <laughs> he wanted relationship yeah. with us. So Let's let's logically think for a second. If God was wanting relationship, not revelation, uh, relationship with us, then why would he? Why would something of him yeah. cause us to hide from him? Yeah, cause us to want to be away point. from him. Because that's that's a great once point. again it's self defeating. Yeah. So obviously, fear can't be from God. If God's everything is striving for relationship with us, yeah. but there's a part of him that says, uh, that makes us say, let me get away from God. Yeah. That's, that, that doesn't work. Yeah. So it's obviously going to be something apart from God, enemy of God, working yeah. against God, yeah. that's going to pull us away from a relationship with him. Yeah. And it's really that simple. Yeah, no, and it is. And that's one of the one of those deceitful things that the enemy will use to try and make people accept fear is, well, God's yeah. teaching me through this fear. You never see him do it, but Mm-mm. literally anytime through the word where you see someone in fear, their mind is clouded. Like they, yeah. it, it blocks off the receptor to hear from God. It's literally fear physically, like it causes your heart rate. And we know this, like it causes your heart rate to go up. It causes your muscles to pulsate faster. It like, it cuts off your ability to fully even have real brain, Mm -hmm. like full brain function. It not saying you don't have brain function if you're scared, but (laughs) it it cuts off our ability even in the flesh operate normally spiritually if we're more focused on fear than we're focused on the Lord, then fear has become the Lord in our life instead of God. And that's one of the reasons why we can't fully hear from him properly. It's like the disciples on the boat, when the storm was happening, fear came in. And instead of being able to properly discern what to do, they panicked and they panicked so much to the point that when they finally did go to Jesus, it was so bad. And he rebuked them and corrected them. It wasn't like, they saw a storm cloud, like they waited, they waited Mm -hmm. when that fear came, what would have happened if maybe, you know, they saw the storm cloud initially and they, in humility went to Jesus and they're like, Jesus, I see the storm cloud coming up ahead. How would you handle this? And that sounds silly, but that's what we're supposed to do with the leaders in our lives. As soon as we see a storm cloud on the horizon, instead of waiting until the storm cloud turns into a tsunami and it looks like it's going to destroy everything, Ask when you see a cloud formulating, what do I do to handle it? Had they gone to Jesus then and said, how would you handle that storm cloud? He probably would have had the same reaction of, you say, peace, be still. And the cloud would have dissolved right then. No one would have gone through what they went through. But fear will tell you, like, 
pride tells you I need to deal with stuff on my own. Yeah. Pride and fear go hand in hand yeah. so much of the time. So much of the time. And so pride says, I can handle this. I can yeah. handle these birds. I can handle this storm cloud. I've got this. And then yeah. we're presuming that we have the faith to handle it. We get into the situation, realize we don't. Yeah. And then pride says, I can't go talk to my leader now because I thought I had this. I'll, I'll, just, I'll just keep band-aiding everything. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden, you're a mummy. <laughs> it's like you're wrapped up in band-aids. Yeah. And then... The, the person who's called to have spiritual oversight and the Lord have to come and unwrap you. Right. You know, if we would just ask first, like, and this is one of those practical ways, what to do when fear comes, ask, yeah. ask your leader. What do I do when I feel scared? What do I do when this feeling comes up? What do I do when this situation arises? You don't have to know everything. And this is something I literally have it written on my desk at work <laughs> because I was that person that pastors yeah. would say, Barrett, you don't have to know it all. So I got to the point where I'm like, I don't want them to have to tell me this every day like they have been. I'm going to write it on my desk. Get to that yeah. point. You don't have to know it all. God's yeah. knitted you together with something or with something with someone who's able to see farther than you. You yeah. ask the question, ask it early, ask often. Often, yeah. a good leader is not going to mind you asking questions. A good leader would rather deal with the question before it turns into a tsunami than see you in the middle of a tsunami and watch you fighting for your life and then have to rescue you out of that. They'd rather right. help teach you ahead of time how yeah. to kill the tsunami dead. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as you were saying, like, I can think of a time in my life where I was living in fear, and I can look back and see decisions that I made, I'm like, that doesn't even make sense. Yeah. And that doesn't sound like my, like, yeah. like the heart that the Lord's given me. Like, yeah. that doesn't sound like me. That's not something I would do. Yeah. And because fear isn't of God, so yeah. it's not going to have godly production. It's yeah. not going to produce good. Yeah. Fear does not produce good. And a way... If you have any questions about fear at this yeah. point, if you still are questioning it, look at the fruit. Yeah. That's anything in the word. Yeah. Anything in the word. You have questions, look at the fruit that it produces. Mm -hmm. Does fear produce good fruit or bad fruit? Yeah, bad. It never produces good fruit. Mm -mm. So every good and perfect thing is from God. Then it's not from God. Yeah. It's not. Yeah, it's not. So, you know, some of these more practical things, maybe you've been somebody like us where you've lived in fear. And look, I was, I was going to say riddled, but I don't think that's the right word. <laughs> like I was wrapped up in fear so yeah. much that it was just part of who I was at that point. And I needed the pastors to take the time to undo so much of this that was in there. Maybe you've been yeah. there. Well, yeah. Here are some key things. No, and put these in the comments. Number one, how to step out of living in fear. Number one, yeah. know and renew your mind to who God is. That's, yeah. that's number one. See, here's the thing. In the word, it says God's your defender. Yeah. God's your protector. 
And so much of it, like where fear will come is, well, he's going to hurt me. He's going to hurt my, uh, not God, but you know, Satan's going to hurt me. Satan's going to hurt my family. I'm going to lose everything. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to lose my job. I'm going to, you know, all of these, I'm not confessing this. I'm saying these are what the flesh would say. Yeah. You know, just all these doom and gloom. Your flesh is the biggest doomsday like <laughs> thing ever. That's yeah. what it thinks about. But it says God's your protector. Right. Even if you and your own ability could protect the people you love the best way possible, it would fail. It would fall short compared to what God can do. Who he is is a defender, a protector, a restorer. The word says that he's your rear guard. It says that he goes before you, comes behind you, and camps all around you. you. You read about the character and nature of God. You read about his covenant people. He protected those people. Yeah. Even when they did wrong, he backed them. The word says that he mm-hmm. turns all things for the good of those who love him. If I love God, he's turning every situation yeah. to my benefit. So knowing that God is that much love for you, first of all, like right out the gate, that's going to help block some of those other things from coming. Because when junk comes, it's nope, that's not coming from God. So I don't have to have it. So that's number one, know who God is. Number two, renew your mind to the word. You know, Romans 12, one and two, we mentioned it earlier and this is Paul talking. He says, therefore, I urge you, brethren, by the mercies of God to present your bodies a living and holy sacrifice acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service of worship. Do not be conformed to this world. The world may be in fear, but we don't have to be. Yeah. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may prove what the will of God is. Without renewing our mind, we can't prove what the will of God is. We'll allow that fear in. But when our mind's renewed, we will Mm -hmm. prove what his will is, which is peace. So, and it goes on to say, what's his will? That which is good and acceptable and perfect. Fear isn't perfect. It's not. So we're not Mm going to prove fear right. We're going to prove him right. And when we get in the word... It's like this morning, I was, there was something this morning that came up and I had some fear try to come up in me and I prayed like, and look, we have 6am prayer here every morning. So I had already prayed an hour. I go home, I start to get ready for the day and fear tried to come back up. So I prayed again and I I was like, Lord, this has no right to stay in me, near me, in my home, not at all. And I went about my business and it came back again. Like fear tried to come multiple different ways. And at that point, I'm like, enough is enough. Like fear is trying right now. So I clearly need more word in me because fear can't take root. If I am, if Mm -hmm. my soil is the word fear is of the curse. The word is obviously the goodness of God. Fear can't implant in the goodness of God. It's the wrong soil for it. So when fear comes, if our soil, if our foundation is the word of God, it's going to die on the spot because it has nothing to grip. It only grips like things. So, So I put on scripture and scripture after scripture after scripture started coming up in me. And then later I started praising and worshiping. And before I knew it was fine. It was fine. The fear had left. Now there were habits I needed to correct, but the spirit of fear itself left. Yeah. And that comes when we put the word in. So the second one is renew your mind to the word of God. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, that just, it just made me think. You know, when when I'm in the midst of like the most word, 
Yeah. Um, like I'm trying to think of like when we've had service and service and service. Yeah. Like when when I'm in the middle of a service and I'm really I'm not in my mind. I'm really yielding to God. Yeah. That's where you can see no fear. Yeah. Like when I'm when I'm yielded completely to yeah. God, not to my mind, but just to God. There is such a lack of fear. Yeah. There, it's when I get out of the word, stop looking to God's answers, sure. that the fear would try to come back in. Yeah. It's so important. We need to be constantly meditating on the word. Yeah. That's our truth. Fear isn't truth. Yeah. Fear can look, um, can come because of like looks, like sight. Or, what seems to be reality, yeah. But that's not the truth. There can be facts, but this is the truth. Yeah. Facts and truth are different. Yeah. They're different. I know that can sound weird, but this is the truth. Mm -hmm. This is Jesus is truth. The Word of God is truth. Yeah. And that supersedes facts all day long. Yeah. Well, and truth is a higher plane. Like yeah. it's it's a higher it's a higher realm and. Yeah. So often we live naturally, like we, and I understand, like it's, we're physically on this earth. So it's very easy for our flesh to be focused on fleshly yeah. type things, but we're in the world, but we're not of the world. We're yeah. of a higher plane. There's one time in a service and this, like this marked me and how I approached the Lord. It was I mean, service was okay here at church. It's not like it was the worst service we've ever had, yeah. but it was just kind of flat. Like the people were kind of flat. Worship had yeah. kind of been kind of flat. I can say this. I'm, I'm the worship leader, so I'm not like insulting the worship team. I yeah. led it and it was flat. Um, and it was just, everything was kind of like, yeah. and then pastor came out and he, and this was like a year and a half ago. So, I mean, yeah. it's relatively recent that this happened. Yeah. He came out and he had to start praying, but it wasn't a, oh God, I am feel, I see that the service is flat, the anointing, I want the anointing, God, I must have it. Like it wasn't wailing. Yeah. He had us pray by entering into praise, you know, and that's what I would say the third thing in order to combat when fear tries to come, how to kill it is mm -hmm. Philippians 4, 8, set your mm -hmm. mind on things worthy of praise. And what happened in that moment that pastor had us start praising God, everything shifted. The entire yeah. atmosphere of the room immediately went up immediately, like not yeah. gradually immediately went up the entire demeanor of people. Like people had kind of been slouched. Like they literally sat up straighter. Like yeah. there were smiles that went across people's yeah. faces because instead of focusing on what they could see with their eyes, they yeah. started focusing on the answer himself. Yeah. And so in him, is everything we need. Matthew 6, 33. Put, the, put these references in the comments. We've talked about yeah. Romans 12, 1 and 2. We've talked about yeah. Philippians 4, 8. And what, what one did I just say? Uh, wrong, I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's okay. We'll one of there. them. When we are fixed on God, when we allow him to be our supply. Yeah. He's above everything. Yeah. He's above everything. In him, we, oh, Matthew 6, 33, that yeah. was it. Yeah, that's. 
it says to seek first the kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. So anything that the enemy could try to convince you of, of, well, this is going to be bad or this is going to be hard or whatever it is, this situation looks like it's going to be destructive in him is the answer in him is the full provision of what we need. You need protection. Terrific. God's your protector. That's part of the salvation package deal. Like he doesn't just save us from hell. He saves us from everything we need saving from everything. You need provision. Fantastic. He's Jehovah Jireh. He's Jehovah Mm -hmm. Rapha. He's not only the God who provides, he is the God who heals. So if you need him to provide healing, terrific. It's who he is. It's who he is. And when we start to meditate on this stuff, any affront to the character and nature of God, and that's what fear is. It's an assault on the character and nature of God. It's saying, no, he's not big enough. No, he's not good enough. No, he can't do this. And that's a bunch of bull honky because God is big and able and capable and he's faithful and he's covenant. And if you have been born again, you are part of his covenant. He'll protect you. He'll back you. He'll be for you. And if he is for you, who in the world can be against you? Yeah. No one, no thing. Yeah. Well, it is not a coincidence at all that the Lord had us start this week out with joy. Yeah. Talking about the importance of joy and ending with why we don't need fear. Yeah. Because joy is... Great point. Joy, it's so, they go hand in hand. It's not like, okay, well, there are periods in my life where I'm in joy, and then there's periods of where I'm putting down fear. Yeah. That's not how it is. It's, I'm putting down fear, and I'm putting on joy. Yeah. We're taking off the garment of fear. We're putting on the garment of joy. Yeah. There has been times where I've felt fearful, and I've had to talk, I've talked to my parents Said, like, I had to talk to them. I had oh, to talk man. to them. Oh, man. And they're like, put on joy. Yeah. Think about, think about the promises of God. Think yeah. about the goodness. Think about all that he's given you. Yeah. And get happy that there is nothing that you have to fear. Yeah. And it immediately, if you just start laughing, just start laughing. Like, it was like what I was saying yeah. uh, um, on Monday or Tuesday, whatever day I said it. Where I was talking about how there was there was an opportunity for me to be fearful or be scared, and I literally I went into a room by myself. I just sat there and I said, "Ha ha 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 ha," <laughs> until I, cause the power of joy. Was I feeling like being joyful sure. in my flesh? No, not at all. Sure. But joy is our strength. Mm-hmm. And we've got to get such a revelation of that of I'm going to put on joy whether yeah. I feel it or not yeah. because that will change everything. Yeah, it will. And, and immediately, as soon as I put on joy, the fear, the weight melts away. Try it. I'm not even kidding. Try it right now. And just start laughing. I mean, you don't have to do like a maniac laugh or anything, <laughs> but just start genuinely yeah. laughing and like, even if you start the way Abby yeah. did, even uh, if you're starting uh. in the flesh, like that's that's yeah. you making the decision, I will honor the yeah. word. I don't feel it, but I'll honor it. God yeah. honors those who honor him. So he's not going to let you sit there, ha, ha, 
ha, yeah. ha, without genuinely then providing himself to you. Like, yeah. that, that's not who he is. Yeah, well, I started genuinely laughing at yeah. how, how ridiculous I sounded, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> and I just started laughing. Um, but I even think about, like, I, I enjoy doing photography. Mm-hmm. Um, with people and oftentimes like they'll get in their heads when you're sure. doing photography for like a couple or something they'll get in their heads of okay I want to like look a certain way and they'll start thinking about the details that really the photographer is supposed to be thinking yeah. about working that all out so I'll have them just make a joke or I'll, I'll try to make a joke if they can't think of a joke and just genuinely laugh and that is what yeah. It takes all the way. You watch them really. You watch them laugh, and as soon as they laugh, yeah. all weight melts away. Yeah. And those are the best pictures ever when people are actually genuinely enjoy. Yeah. Well, you you think about it. Can light and dark be in the same place at the same time? Like right now. It is, the room is lit up because lights are on. If we turn the lights off, then darkness will be here, but you can't have it both be dark and be light at the same time. Light, it tells us in the word, light overcomes the darkness always, always. They cannot abide in the same place at the same time. So what ends up happening with fear is fear will try to come and try to take territory in our minds, in our spirits. Like it'll try to take up space because that's what darkness does. It tries to take up space. So the best way to defeat the darkness, flip the light switch on. Flip that switch on in your life. Do we, and that's what yeah. you're talking about. Joy yeah. helps ensure that your tent poles are staked where they need to be, that they're rooted in cement, that they're not moving yeah. anywhere. Because here's the thing, darkness, fear, the enemy, whatever, the only power it has is deception. But yeah. here's the thing, we've already overcome it. it we've already won. The biggest spirit wins and you've got Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit wins every single time when we yield to him and we allow him Mm -hmm. to flow through us. So if you want to ensure that darkness stops taking territory, flip the light switch on, turn the lights on in your spirit. Stop. We need to stop allowing it to set up camp in our mind. Stop allowing it to, to have a corner of our life. They can't go together. It's it's that yeast, you know, a, a, a little bit of leaven leavens the entire lump. Yeah. You know, you put a little bit of leaven in there. It's not just going to touch the corner of the bread. It's going to touch the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. So it's what you were saying earlier. It'll spread. So instead of allowing just a tiny little bit of fear in there, because it's just in this one part of your life, like, well, I'm, I'm not a fearful person. I'm just scared of roller coasters. <laughs> Bump that if you're yeah. scared, if you allow the fear of roller, if we allow the fear of roller coasters in us, then that gives the enemy room to grow. Right. It's, you know, I took yeah. the, when I led the youth here at Boomerang, I took them to Carowinds <laughs> one yeah. time and I was scared of roller coasters, not super fun. Um, but yeah. I had preached this to them. And so they knew right. this <laughs> and they asked me, they're like, are you going to go? And what am I going to do? Say no. 
Like, I, no, guys, I told you, you don't have to live without fear, but I'm just going to keep this little tiny piece to myself. So the yeah. Lord corrected me and was like, you're going to get on that fastest roller coaster that Carolyn's had. And I was like, terrific. <laughs> that sounds so good. Yeah. And I sat by Abby because the Lord is kind. <laughs> and so, because I was like, you know what, if anyone's going to watch me do this, it's going to be Abigail. So here we go. And <laughs> I had so many feelings the whole time, but also as I'm going yeah. up this roller coaster, super high, I know the devil's losing a foothold in me. Right. I am facing a fear today. I'm right. conquering it. It won't conquer me. I'm conquering it. Right. And so just run headlong. Like, and I'm not saying be reckless, but as the Lord yeah. commands you, step out and you've had fear. Maybe it's singing. Maybe you're gifted at singing, but there's been a fear of what are people going to think about me? Yeah. Face that thing head on. You yeah. know, I, I'm not good at public speaking. Face that thing head on. Talk yeah. to people. I'm scared of looking stupid and laughing like Abby's telling me to do. Face that yeah. thing head on and get rid of that corner of fear that's trying to take up territory in your life. Face it. Laugh. Be yeah. in joy. Yeah. Well, oh, I just made joy of three syllables there. Joy. there Be in joy. That <laughs> happened the whole time Monday. Joy. Joy. It was fun. It became two syllables. Oh, well, you're um, welcome, guys. <laughs> well, one thing that... I can hear people asking, even if they're not doing it out loud, in their head, because I've done this, is, okay, I'm in this situation where I've had the potential to feel fear, sure. and you're telling me to laugh, but then that's not being responsible, yeah. or that's, how is the problem going to get solved? If, if I'm just laughing, then I'm not thinking about how to solve the problem. And what that is, is that's making ourselves our source. Yeah. If if we're our source, we're not going to get very far. Yeah. What what we've been instructed to do is make God our source. Yeah. Because he is unlimited. He is omnipotent, all powerful. No, no, say the other one. Omniscient, <laughs> all knowing. Um omnipresent. He's everywhere. <laughs> Thank you, Park Ridge Christian School, for drilling all of those words into my head. I love you. Omniscience is how I read that. Omniscient. Oh. I was like, what is omniscience? <laughs> that's how I, that's what I have to say in my head to spell it every time. I got so nervous. I'm like, is science everywhere? Like, is this a new lesson? Omniscience. <laughs> that one too. Oh, omniscience. Oh, omniscience. <laughs> <laughs> That's my new favorite word. Omniscience. Omniscience. <laughs> we, we have to not make ourselves our source. Yeah. Because we're not going to get very far. That's no. how we ended up here, if we're going to be honest. <laughs> In this place of fear is by making looking to ourselves as the source. Sure. We've got to make God our source of God not being, okay, I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to sit in bed all day sure. and let God provide for me. What we mean is just let God be the source. Let us just listen. Yeah. I'm yielded to God. Whatever he says, he knows all things. Whatever he says for me to do, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Does it have to make sense to my brain? Nope. nope. And will it? Probably nope. not. <laughs> but I know that he knows everything. Yeah. I, in and of just myself, am limited yeah. without God. He is unlimited. Yeah. So that's where we just have to laugh of this, the devil thinks he can try to attack me yeah. 
when I have God on my side, when God is my source, yeah. there's nothing that I can't do. There's yeah. nothing that's going to stop me. Yeah. Nothing. Because God is my source. When He's our source, we can laugh yeah. in the face of danger. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Lion King. Thank you. Thank you so much, Simba. <laughs> we laugh in the face of danger because there's nothing yeah. that can come against us. Yeah. And just start laughing, honestly, and feel the weight melt, yeah. melt away because you're not your source. That's so freeing, yeah. honestly. And it can, it can be like, that doesn't feel freeing in my head. Oh, no, I can't figure this out. Yeah. No, no, well, you're and, not your source. And one thing, as, as we're getting ready to wrap up, that pastor has said before, like when he's been ministering, Yeah. has there ever been a point in your life where you're like, I just don't know how things are going to work out? I, yes. I don't know. Like, it looks bad, feels bad. I've had plenty of those moments where fears yeah. gripped me, and I'm like, it's never going to end. It's never going to get better, whatever those thoughts have been. Yeah. Well, did it end? Is it better? And, yeah. and, and he doesn't say it like that. He doesn't say it sassy. I said it sassy. But genuinely, <laughs> did it get better? You know, did yeah. you come out the other side of it? Yeah. yeah. Because God's word is true. He works yeah. all things together for good. Even if we don't understand it or see it in that exact moment, we can be sure that God is working for our good always. Yeah. So no matter what you're facing right now, it tells us in the word that God doesn't put us in any situation that we're not able, basically, Barrett's paraphrase, that we're not able to walk in triumph through. Yeah. Like the worst situation for a believer will come out the other side the same way that we entered it. Yeah. But what we as believers get to believe for is as we're walking through, yeah. we're going to get to the other side and have things added to us, yeah. be increased. It's like Job. Job had every reason in the worldly situations to be fearful. Yeah. And his friends also gave him plenty. Um, get good friends. That's step number whatever we're on. Get good friends who listen to Holy mm -hmm. Ghost. But, <laughs> you know, he, yeah. he had opportunity and most yeah. scholars agree that that entire situation was like less than two years. By the end of the situation, he had double restored to him. Yeah. Double. Yeah. The worst situation anyone's ever going to face outside of Christ, what Jesus went through, that what Job went through was the worst ever that we could experience. And as he went through it, God restored it double. Yeah. He had no reason to fear because, and Job repented to the Lord I didn't know you. I didn't yeah. know how good you were, God. I didn't know how much you loved me, Father. Yeah. But what caused the situation to even happen in the first place? For all the things to be robbed and stolen from Job by the mm -hmm. devil, Job feared. Mm -hmm. Fear came, and he allowed it to stay there. Yeah. But even as he allowed it there, God had a plan of restoration. So even if you've opened up a door to fear in your life in the past, yeah. let today be the day that we slam those doors shut. Yeah. You know, anything that we've opened, the blood of Christ forgives every sin, including yeah. fear. 
including a lack of faith. The blood of Jesus washes a lack of faith clean. He washes fear clean and removes it from us. So today, let today be the day that we slam the door on that. So just pray with me and say, Father, Father, I repent repent for ever allowing fear in my life. It's not you. It's not you. If it's not you, if it's not you, I don't have to have it. I don't have to have it. Today, today, I ask, I ask that the blood of Jesus, that the blood of Jesus washes me clean. Washes me clean. I ask that you forgive me, Lord. I ask that you forgive me, Lord. Forever tolerating fear. Forever tolerating fear. Forever not having faith. Forever not having faith. Today. Today. And forevermore, and forevermore, I will live a life of faith. I will live a life. Of I faith. will live a life of joy. I will live a life of joy. And I will not. And I will not tolerate fear. Tolerate fear anymore. Anymore. Lord, for every person who just prayed that, I ask in Jesus' name that you seal that inside of us. Let us have a resolve on it, God. Lord, for me, I ask that from today, I have a different resolve on not allowing fear. I ask for every viewer to have a different resolve on it, God. Lord, cement those words inside of us. Let them be branded on our hearts. God, I thank you that you, in Jesus' name, you are the God who slams closed doors that no man can shut and opens doors that no man can open. So, Lord, I ask that you confirm and work with this prayer of faith right now and slam close the door of fear and let it never be opened again by any of our viewers who prayed this today. Lord, let their lives only increase in peace in kindness, in joy, and in the presence of Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Well, we love you. Now's the time where if you would like to sow into the broadcast, you are welcome to do so. It's completely free. We do this each and every weekday for you because we love you and believe in you. Kevin just said thank you. I appreciate the encouragement. We love you. We love each and every single one of you watching. And We do this from that place of love for you. We want to see your life thrive, filled with the goodness of God in every way it can be. So if today you heard a word and it ministered to you, it meant something to you, you know that word was for me today. I used to live in fear, but I don't now. And you want to seal it on the inside of you. There's no better way to seal a word than to sow into the word because you're you're investing yourself into that word. It's like a stock market. If you're investing into that stock, then when it rises, you rise up. The word can never decrease. It's never going to not produce. So as the word is producing in your life and you invest in it, you're laying hold saying that belongs to me. So as you're sowing today, do it in faith, knowing that God is answering his own word that he prayed through you. Like even if you chose to pray that, that was his spirit helping you pray that. That was Holy Ghost being like, okay, I want us to pray this today because enough's enough. No more fear. Yeah. So if you want to sow into the Lord, you're welcome to. You can go to the QR code. You can take your phone and do the technology stuff. I just sounded like I was super old. Do all the all the technology things. (laughs) Go to the Facebook if you're on the Facebook and put in hashtag donate. Um, You can go to giveww.org. Give directly into us. But whichever way works for you, works for us. Just be obedient. Ask the Lord. So if you want to pray, bless the seed. Sure. Sure. Sure.
Well, thank you, Lord, for putting on people's hearts yeah. what you would have them sow today, Lord. Thank you, And Father. we thank you in faith thank you, God. for them and for how yeah. quickly you are pouring back into their lives. Yeah. Lord, thank we you, call Lord. quickly yeah. their harvest to come running yeah. back into their hands, pressed down, shaken together, and running yeah. over, Lord. Bring it back quickly thank to you. them. And thank you that this word plants itself in their hearts, and it produces thank fruit. Thank you, Father. Lord, thank you that the devil can't try to steal this yeah. word from their lives. Thank, thank you that you, it Father. changes their lives. Thank you that they do not live lives of fear. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, we love you. Thanks for being on with us today. It is Friday, so that means we're going to be back on Monday. We're going to hand it over to the one and only Rachel right now. I am super excited that Rachel is wrapping everything up. So we love you. Be blessed. Eo, over to you. Hello, everyone. Well, y'all have been here for a while, but so I am so happy y'all got to join us today. And what a wonderful word for you to share with your friends. So make sure you hit the share button or copy the link and post it into Facebook or whatever, whatever social media you want to post it on. And then like and subscribe. Look, it's right there. <laughs> but um, yeah, have a wonderful day. And a reminder, we will be back on Monday. So thank you for joining us today and have a great day.